in a world few have dared to explore. Two men set out on an epic journey to answer life's manliest questions. From the Fortress of Smoothitude in Lawrence, Kansas, it's The Gentleman Podcast with Glenn Stansberry and Brian McKinney. Born ready. <laughs> Whoa. Ooh. Okay. Do some push-ups real quick here. Yeah. <laughs> Unique New York. <laughs> <laughs> Out with the bad, in with the good. Out with the bad, in with the good. Let's do it. Welcome to the Gentleman Podcast. I am Brian McKinney. I'm sitting to the left of the swarthy <laughs> Glenn Sansbury. That's a classic. That's a classic adjective. adjective I've thing. actually been called that before. I know. We were. Yeah. I was, oh, that's right. You were, we were there. Talking, well, was was I there, or was that just was that a story you were telling me? I, I can't remember. It. I don't know. I, I think you were there. We, I happened to be at a bar doing something. Yeah. The guy next to me called, said it. You're a swarthy guy. You're a swarthy fellow. Yeah. Which, Why don't you blah, blah, blah. I don't yeah. know what the conversation was. Which is but. interesting because I actually looked that, that term up and it's it means like olive skinned. That's what that term oh. Which I, I, you don't think, I, you don't look like an olive skinned guy, but so no. I think he just had his terms kind of confused. I think of like a pirate. That's, I know, <laughs> but apparently that's not what that word means. Well, you learn, know. learn something every day. Yeah, you live, you learn. I don't know. Yeah. So welcome to the Gentleman Podcast. Um... <laughs> Me and Glenn are co-founders of a site called Gentleman.com, mm-hmm. all things manly. Yes. Um, go check it out if you have the time. If not, uh, how? why are you so busy? Just just stop listening, right? Yeah. Well, I mean... The rest of the podcast isn't going to make sense. If you don't have five minutes to go check out <laughs> Gentleman.com, what are you doing? I mean, what are you, like the President of the United States? Yeah. I mean, come on. Even POTUS. Yeah. Right? Checks out. Obama, I guarantee you, you have yeah. time to check out our site. Yep. You have a little bit of time in the day. Come on. Go yep. check it out. No problem. Okay. And then, uh, and it, if you want to follow that up, you can go to our Facebook site. You can go to our Instagram site. You can go to our LinkedIn site. Right. Our Plurk site. Our Plurk. Twitter site. Um, um, I'm sure there's a... Yeah. I was going to start Every, rattling off like dating profiles. Yeah. <laughs> Find us on OkCupid. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> Visit our OkCupid site. <laughs> Date us. Like us. Uh, Hot or not profile. Yeah, exactly. Um, Hot or not. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So anyway, go to the various social things that are out there and go to the gentleman thing that's on them. Right. And do whatever the do action it. is on it. <laughs> right. Comment on it. Like a, I don't know. All the stuff you can do on the social stuff. I don't know. Lots of lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. So now that that's out of the way, we're yep. gonna get into the meat of this episode, Glenn. Yep. The meat of it, and we're just this meat is cinnamon tinged. Man, we start off with a kick. Um. So. This the, the, we're gonna start off with a drink of the week as we always do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd like to I'd like to preface this, Brian. We haven't done a good job of explaining what the drink of the week is. Basically, well, we we have we did we have explained it, but mm-hmm. what we do is we pick a drink every week. But instead of just you know talking about it, right? We we put our money where our mouth is. Yeah, we're not we're not we're, we're not talkers. We're walkers. That's right. We we walk. We yep. walk the walk. That's right. Other people talk the talk. We walk the walk. We're we drink drinking the d- d- drink. We're drinking the drink. We're drinking the talk. Yeah, talking the drink. Right, and drinking the talk. And sometimes it makes you sleepy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. we refer back to our soju episode, <laughs> yeah. which keeps prop- <laughs> popping up in uh, <laughs> the infamous the soju episode of 2013 was a. <laughs> Brian's like shaking me awake yeah, towards the exactly. end. Exactly. Um, 
Oh, yeah. So the the drink of the week, what we do is we we name a drink, we sample it during the show, mm-hmm. and we talk to you about it, mm-hmm. and we give a no holds barred, honest, you know, yeah, review of the drink while we do the show, and hopefully without violating any laws. Exactly. So it's like several, you, you know, it's like several birds once done. You know? Yeah. It's like a, it's like a, a shotgun. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Except Splat, a lot of yeah. doves are like yeah flying. You know, several birds, one shotgun. Yep, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, so for this week, we're gonna do this drink that Glenn is trying to convince me is good. I haven't had this before. Here's the thing: it's Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey. Now, I'm a big bourbon fan. I'm mm-hmm. a big whiskey fan. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we got this cinnamon flavored thing going on here. All what's right. going on here, Glenn? So I'll tell you what's going on. Okay. A friend of mine, Bridget Dane. Okay. He and his lovely wife were over at our house. Yep. And they brought this drink, and I. If I saw this in the store, I would run away screaming. Mm-hmm. And when he brought it over, I almost ran away screaming. But he said, but he also has good taste when it comes to yep. fine hooch. And I, uh, yeah. he said, no, you just you just need to try this. Okay. So um, it actually you just you just have to get it out of your head. It's not really whiskey. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, it is, but right. it's really not. Yeah. You're basically drinking a red hot, right? Um, <laughs> with alcohol. Um, but it's yeah. it's like. I don't know. I think Red Hot's one like kind of bitey. Yeah. Um, at least how I remember it, this was pretty smooth and like just kind of. How many of these did you have the last time you? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> it was towards the end of the evening. Well, okay. No, I, if I, if memory serves, it was it was tasty. So anyway, okay. it'll be an experiment. So um, Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey. Okay. So yep. we've already we've already poured into. Some coffee mugs here. Yeah, you can't just do a, a shot glass or anything like no. that because we're going to sip these. And mm-hmm. Brian has the iHeart New York, and I have a NASA coffee mug. That's right. So. Cheers. Cheers. All right. That's pretty good. See? Yeah. It it's is, a little bitey. It's like that atomic. Yep. It's atomic fireball. Yeah. It's like drinking an atomic Ooh. fireball. Ooh, it tickles. Yeah, it does. It's, got a, <laughs> it's like. Oh, creature crawling around in your throat <laughs> afterwards. If you have sinus trouble, uh, uh, it'll probably yeah, fix anything I'm, that you have. I'm, I'm clear. There's Bell. Now, this this isn't something that you would order, you know, like, bartender, keep it coming. Yeah. You, you would probably hold off after about one. Well, I was reading about this, and it said that, you know, typically, you know, people drink it straight. But they do actually have recipes for, for, yeah. for the thing, you know. And uh, apparently, okay, so the, a little bit of history on this. Okay. The, it says, uh, tell me more. The um, the origin of the Fireball brand is not publicly recorded. Um, but the manufacturer's storyline, so that makes it sound like they're making this up, is in part that it's <laughs> the product of a Canadian bartender's efforts to warm up from an Arctic blast. And frankly, that does sound kind of made up. That sounds more than made up. That sounds but, cheesy. But um, you know, I could I could see that application maybe. I mean, that this, probably, this drink would probably warm me up. The other yeah, thing yeah. about this that I wanted to point out um, was that it was originally launched in the early 2000s as Dr. McGillicuddy's Fireball Whiskey. No kidding. But it was quickly rebranded because they realized that that was going to work out. There's already Dr. McGillicuddy. The, the doctor, you know, the doctor you know, was already in. The doctor's already in. You know the. Uh, <laughs> Uh, a guy named Jeremy Woods. Yep, would be. He's probably already had many, many occasion with the Fireball whiskey when it was back before the before it was known as Fireball whiskey. Yeah, I I had no idea. This is great. And so yeah, so yeah. I think we need a little lore. Like we need to make something up about gentlemen 
like we could say, like you the know, origins. The of- origins are unclear as to why Brian and Glenn started this site. <laughs> the co-founders claim that. <laughs> the co-founders claim there just wasn't anything manlier or yeah. manly enough. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to work on that. Okay. What's we'll to work on the lore? Like I wanted like a citation needed thing on Wikipedia yeah. about how right. gentlemen was formed. We so need our own Wikipedia we could, page. We could start we, start we do there. not have one. So if if you're out there Is that a social network? I don't Wikipedia, know. it's not really social. Oh. You can't like do anything I mean you can't like us on there. You can't like oh. connect with us on you can't you can't approve, I've been using that all wrong. You, you can't approve us for skills on Wikipedia. <laughs> Get proof. Endorse me. Endorse, Endorse me. me on Wikipedia. <laughs> Endorse me. <laughs> Um, but so so yeah we need a little we need to we need to start some rumors about gentlemen yeah so that they can end up on our Wikipedia page mm-hmm. with the citation needed yep. link on it but right. first we need a Wikipedia page yeah I'm sure by the end of the fireball we'll we'll have a good yeah. uh, firm grasp on what the lore needs to be it's true it's true and then there's one more thing about the fireball actually that you know their slogan is tastes <laughs> like heaven burns like hell so that's a that's not a bad I wouldn't say it, I wouldn't say it burns that badly. It's, I, yeah, <laughs> it's that's very true. I mean, to an extent, I, I wouldn't say this burns like hell. I would say it burns like a moderately burns like a sauna. You know what I mean? <laughs> Tastes like, like heaven burns like a sauna. Okay, right. burns like a mild sunburn. I think, <sighs> man, yeah. Yeah, it's it's probably more a cold weather, mm. you know. Yeah, cold. cold we're just reaching spring. We're just reaching it's about spring. sixty. What? Yeah. Sixty. Yeah, it was sixty degrees outside today. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Well, we'll keep gonna, that in mind. Yeah, we're gonna keep keep on keeping on with this and see see how we feel about it mm-hmm. midway through the episode. We'll we'll revisit here okay. in a few minutes. But for now, we've got to jump into some interesting posts from gentleman.com in the last week or so. Yes. Um. So during this segment, we pick four or five things from gentleman.com that we've seen that um, are pretty awesome, and we talk about them. Yeah, from the past week, we, uh, we there was some good stuff. Um, uh, right off the bat, we have uh, Razorback, you've probably heard that name before, has right. posted uh, an interesting uh, attack about metalheads posting with their cats, excuse me, metalheads posing with their cats, and basically, this is a... Um, <clears throat> the article just <laughs> has uh, is chock full of images from uh, a book by Alexandra Crockett called Metal Cats, which literally just features. Maybe, I think that's the only thing it features heavy metal musicians posing yep. lovingly with their cats. Yep. Um, which is really kind of weird. It is kind of weird. Um, Off putting. I don't know any of the names of the guys in these bands. I, I mean, I don't. Yeah. I've never heard of these guys, but apparently they're. You know, the, the heavy metal thing, there, there's a whole subculture of heavy metal. So yes. like, if you are into heavy metal, you've probably heard of all these dudes. Oh, yeah. But they're like very <laughs> oddly posed pictures with their cats. <laughs> there's like, you know, I don't know, man. It, I, I have nothing against metal. It's not my bag. Yeah. But, well, actually, this guy has a bag on his head. Yeah, he does um, have a bag on his head. It's definitely not that bag. Yeah. Um, but... I, I love how like in all the backgrounds like this like totally not only are the guys like pretty sinister looking yeah even the backgrounds are like really sinister looking yeah for the most part and uh, like the one in front of like this abandoned house yeah this guy's holding a cat I, I don't know 
Well, it's an interesting idea for a book. It's certainly got a lot of uh, yeah social media up in up in arms about it. You know, have you ever been to a metal show? Yeah, yeah. I had a good friend that was in. Uh, uh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to bleep out this name. <laughs> He's in a band called the Bearded. <laughs> um, you could say the the Bearded. Beeholes, beeholes, and uh, yeah, they're they're, a terrible name. Well, (laughs) his name's Clint McAllister. No, Uh, I don't mean his name. I I mean the band. No, yeah, but uh, good, a good guy, really good guitar player, super good guitar player. Yep, they were a good. They were around for a long time. Really good band. Um, Mm. You know, but metal memorable. Metal's kind of hard to. Kind of hard to get into, you know. It seems like there's probably a lot of players in that, and I guess it's like any other type of music that you know. But as far as I know, he's still still at it. I had a I, I went to a uh, a dream theater show. Um, I, we we talked about this a while back. Oh yeah, we went to a dream dream yeah. theater show, and mm-hmm. I'd never been exposed to any. I never. I mean, I just metal's not my thing, and I'd never been before. And I was glad I went because it was really interesting. Yeah, but you're totally right. It's a way different. Like, is Dream Theater like metal though? I thought that was like progressive rock. I, I don't know. Maybe it's like a weird. I don't, I don't know. know how that works. Yeah. I'm, it, Do they have cats? I didn't see any. Oh, okay. Well, um, probably not metal then. But they were right. Uh, I think some of the opening acts they had before them were a little bit more. Oh, okay. Metal. I can see that. I think. I think they were the main draw. It's kind of like you know when you have like. Dave Matthews band and then some other band that's opening for them that doesn't really fit but it's right. Dave Matthews so they took the gig anyway right, right. Yeah. it's like ACDC yeah. opening for right. Matthews band or something yeah. <laughs> it's Dave yeah. you had yeah, to yeah. right okay alright so apparently there's a book that you can buy that has metal singers with their cats yep I wouldn't buy it. it'd be a good coffee table book Maybe. I'm trying to think about who would buy this I mean it makes for good internet I bet the metal singers would probably buy that book yeah, that were featured. That's true. That's true. So mm-hmm. maybe, yeah. I don't know. Okay. So, yeah. Check that book out on, on newsstands soon. <laughs> Coming your way. Yeah. Uh, so the next item um, was added to Gentleman by Christopher W. Moody. Yes. Um, and this is a, this is a brilliant idea mm-hmm. in many ways. This is a bourbon sweet tea. So... Um, the idea of this is just it, it gives you the uh, ability to combine sweet tea with a delicious bourbon. And, um, you know, pretty straightforward. It's just a little recipe you can throw together in an afternoon and have a have a nice uh, southern-inspired cocktail. Yeah, it's, it seems like it's pretty stout because you have three cups of water, like a half a cup of sugar, and then one cup, cup of bourbon. Not, not like one part or one... It's one cup of bourbon. That's my favorite part about the recipe when I saw that. <laughs> so, you know, a quarter of what you're drinking is straight up bourbon. Yeah. Um, Which is kind of a small amount. I mean... I have know. you ever had... I don't know. You're right. This, this sounds tasty. There's lots of good things in it. I was just thinking... I went to this thing one time and um, it was a... I don't remember. A get-together. And somebody had brought... Um, have you ever had like a, gosh, what was it called? Some like hard, hard tea. Oh, what's it? Not it's not iced tea. It's like it's gonna iced bug tea. me now. Like Mike's hard lemonade. No, 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 no. no it's it's like a it's like a hard. It's like a like a lemonade thing. No, no. It was like actual like black tea or Earl Grey or something like with, that with alcohol. Yeah, with like a bourbon or something like that. Anyway, so I, we were at this thing and the. Uh, this guy's like, oh yeah, and this is a, a name brand that's escaping. It's like pretty popular, but um, and so he made a drink with it, 
And he said it was it was tea and this infused tea, uh, hard liquor with tea. And so I was like, oh, this this will probably be good. So I take a big drink, right? Yeah. And it was like as stout as this fireball right here, and I about threw up. It was the, it was a it was a really bad experience. Uh, I I was having. Anytime a hard time you're kind of sampling some, nat- like some weird yeah alcohol, you got to be real careful, man. Like. <laughs> If you don't get what you're expecting when it comes into your mouth, like it, you know, it's it's a it's a dicey situation. This recipe looks good though. Yeah, it I, does. I, I think this recipe looks solid. Um, and if you actually scroll up from the bourbon tea, which actually it was, you know, it's got a little hash bang on it that brings you down to the bourbon sweet tea. But they actually have other recipes on here for pickled jasmine peaches, <laughs> <laughs> a lime beef salad. What? So, I don't know what. This this must be like an article about some things to eat together or something. East meets South. So there you go. Lime Korea beef. meets Kentucky. Get your uh, get your uh, bourbon sweet tea with your pickled jasmine Wait, peaches. I'm still trying to figure out how 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 that's like a where, where's the Korean uh, aspect of the bourbon sweet tea. Uh, I guess tea. I guess it'd no, be no, the no, tea. No no no. He's saying like he's saying bourbon meets Kentucky uh, smoking pickles. So he's saying have the beef salad. And the the peaches, and then the bourbon sweet tea is the Kentucky. Oh, okay. Party, you know what I mean. So, the, so he basically just said, "Have Korean food with alcohol." Yes. Okay, and you got a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So brilliant cool. idea. I, I'm I'm on board with that. Yeah. I, so too. whiskey and Korean food. There you go. Sounds good. So that's the verdict on that one. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. On board with that. Bourbon sweet tea. Um, so the next post to gentleman.com that we're going to talk about that um, was posted by Project Mayhem. And uh, this is uh, – this is uh, I, I hate to be a spoiler on this one. Um, this is uh, called Beard Swipe. <laughs> and this is a uh, – this is an app. It's very – Which is really kind of like the next like step beyond the Google like – or not Google, sorry. The, the Apple fingerprint um, yeah. technology right. that they use to unlock their phones and what these people did was they actually like figured out a way where um, you could use your beard yep. as a way to unlock your phone hello beard swipe is the latest invention from the iStrategy Labs team revolutionizing the way humans interact with their phones we were able to use beard print recognition technology also known as BRT as a safe and convenient access point to your mobile device. Your phone uses a pattern-based algorithm that recognizes your unique beard print to make it safe and convenient to open. Beard prints are one of the many forms of biometrics used to identify individuals. Each man has a unique facial follicle pattern, coarseness, and density that create what I like to call the thumbprint of the face. During the development process, the video is awesome. Which the video is pretty <laughs> awesome because you know, if you're answering your phone, you've got to have it up to your head anyway. So you basically just it's a it's a very convenient swipe across your beard. Yep. And then you can talk on your phone. Right. So it's just like side to side, you know. So the funny thing about this for me is that I the whole time I was thinking I was watching this video, obviously I knew it was fake after a little while because it was also April first. Wait, it's fake. Oh. Uh, I well okay. I downloaded Brian, the app. Why don't we just take a couple minutes and we download the? <laughs> just watch the video again and think about the plausible. <sighs> no, uh, so yeah. we uh, so when I have my phone mm. without the case on and I'm list like and I'm actually talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, somehow like my beard will get stuck 
in the phone and I'll pull away. <laughs> okay. And it is awful. It is a terrible. Has that not happened to you? I guess my. Well, it was when my beard is a little fuller. It's usually the the the, the Billy Burns over here. I don't know. I, I guess I don't talk. I don't. It's not very often I have my my phone to my yeah. head. Yeah, yeah. So you need a Bluetooth. There you go. Device. <laughs> a little. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Brian. <laughs> so anyway, this is this is a uh, this is the April Fools. Mm-hmm. Joke apparently that we're gonna talk about a little bit later, but um, it's pretty awesome. They 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 had this whole commercial. It's a, you know your kind of typical startup team sitting there focused around. They they want to find different ways to like integrate their phone with you know personal <laughs> like you know security, and so they came up with this way to like use your beard to mm-hmm. to do it. But um, yeah, I don't know. What's the takeaway from this one, Glenn? Ah. Uh, I don't know. Is there one? Is there one? It was humorous. It was funny. It was. It was one of the better April April Fool's Day kind of things. Oh, I thought you were trying to say, like, what 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 can we take away from this? Uh... I was. Oh, okay. And, and it turns out that it's nothing. <laughs> well, it, yeah. Um, I mean, what company put this out, though? Because like, it was really well done. It was some... I, I think they're an actual... Oh, jeez, I don't even know. Oh, so it's like an actual like startup or something like that? that... I strange... I strategy Labs. Okay. Sounds like a... A digital agency, oh, so, yeah. So I'm sure they build apps and ads. Okay. And blah blah blah. So smart, smart marketing idea. That's yeah. good. Okay. It, was, it was good. So the takeaway is if you if you have a brilliant you know marketing idea, it'll probably help your brand. Only 364 more days to go. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so look for that gentleman April 1st. Yeah. Thing going on. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, maybe more on that later. Yeah. We'll yeah. We'll, we'll. Yeah. Not to foreshadow. Ooh. Um. Good word. Yeah. Okay, so the next uh, the next thing we're going to talk about here is complete lunacy, Glenn. This is... It, except it's not an April Fool's joke. This is not an April Fool's joke in any way, shape, or form. It's not funny. It's frankly kind of scary. It was pretty awesome. So it's called Catch... Oh, it's attacked by D.W. Lawrence, or maybe his name is Dwell Lawrence. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it's called Catching Wild Rabbits Using Snakes, Barehanded Rabbit Catch. And it's yeah. a YouTube video of... Um, a guy who is basically a little mini um, crocodile Dundee. Well, his name's Andrew Eucles. Eucles. He's an Australian guy. Yeah. Um, apparently, he must have a show that's like living on the, you know, living on the wild or something like that, or yeah. you know, one of those survivor shows yeah. kind of things. Um, but so they just show this guy like out in the middle of, I, I assume Australia, because he's got Australian accent and everything yeah. like that. And he's like trying to figure out, you know, he's obviously trying to figure out how to get some food. So he's been chasing rabbits around and he chased them into their little holes, you know. And then he's like, well, you know what a good idea would be would be to like go get some snakes to like go flush them out of the holes and then wait there and then like get them when they run out of the holes, you know. Right. And obviously I'm just looking out for a shimmer, you know, looking for the red belly black snake. It's very black and shiny on top. It's extremely hard to miss. Actually, I don't know how people can step on a snake. It's so obvious. Having already caught one, it's not long until I find another black snake on the mood. And you can see, he's not real happy. Alright, there we go. Alright, we've got two red belly black snakes now. This one's just a little bit larger than the last one. But these guys here, they're actually quite common. Whoop, settle. Hey, hey. They're actually quite common. Then a day, if one of these snakes is to get a bit of a bite on you, um, these are actually one of the most uh, venomous snakes in the world, the red belly black snake. So what we'll do is um, keep following us. Uh, we'll start making our way. Ah, uh-uh, settle. Yeah, we'll start making our way uh, back towards the rabbit bar and I'll show you the technique that I can use in capturing rabbits. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be careful, be careful, because this guy, and now this guy here, 
is actually the fourth most venomous snake in the world. And he's not, he's probably not as quick moving as the blacks. Let me just rearrange. Yeah, he's just flattening his neck here. You're okay, mate. You're okay. You're okay. Just keep a close eyes. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, there we go. Woo, there we go. One tiger, three blacks. Now, there's a little bit of a trick that I'm going to be showing you today. It's how to catch rabbits using snakes. It's a bit tricky, but I'm going to show you how. Okay, guys, come on. Let's go. Let's go get some rabbits. Uh, so he goes and gets like some really super venomous snakes, and he just yeah, goes and like picks them up and walks around with them like a bunch. Well, hang on. He get he gets three. He called them black snakes. Black snakes. The yeah. black snakes in the U.S. aren't poisonous. Okay. I don't think, right? I don't know. No, no. I don't know. Maybe it's kind of, a, kind of like a garden variety. <sighs> yeah, but yeah. It's poisonous there. Well, they're like yeah. And then he had another uh, type of snake, which was like, he was like, oh, this this was like the really, dragon snake. Yeah, this was like really poisonous. He says the fourth most poisonous. <laughs> it gets fourth on the list of the most poisonous <laughs> snakes in the world. So naturally, he picks it up. Yeah. All right. No problem. And he's got like all of them. He, he didn't separate the three in one hand and the, the I other. I feel like, yeah, because he wanted to put particular importance <laughs> right. on not getting hey, bit. Hey, if I get bit by these three at the same time, it's yeah. still probably not going to be as bad as yeah. getting bit by. Yeah. <clears throat> so well. he's running around all over the place with these snakes. <laughs> I mean, the, he, he's, you know. And it's weird because at one point, they, like one of them like tries to reach up and get him. And it's pretty close. I mean, it's able to like mobilize itself enough yeah. to get really close to his body. But he just kind of jerks his hand out yeah, and gets him out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they weren't happy. No, they did not seem happy. But they ended up doing their job. They did. They did end up doing their job. He, he fled. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah. After, after waiting several hours, it appears. Because in the video, they, they, they don't you know, muss around with the fact that there's like a huge time lapse between yeah. the time that they, he like throws the snakes into these holes at, with the idea that the, the rabbit's going to run out into these nets that he's, he's placed. And then finally after hours, like mm-hmm. one of the rabbits runs out and goes into his net. And so he catches the rabbit and he says like success. Yeah. But here's my thing. Okay. You just put four deadly snakes <laughs> into this hole to get this rabbit out of there. What if the rabbit was bitten by one of the snakes and then you eat the rabbit? Well, it's funny because he says, as the rabbit comes out, he's like, all right, let's get out of here before the snake... Because like, he's got his hand down in the hole. Yeah. He's yeah. like, all right, let's get him yeah. out of here. It's because the snake might be right behind it. You know? Seriously. Like, yeah. I mean, that's, that's why the rabbit there ran There were some flaws. I mean, it, it was a useful little trick, but... One that nobody ever should ever use. If I am lost in the wilderness and I'm starving, I'm not going to go try to find some snakes and then try to get them to go like into a rabbit hole to get a rabbit out. I'm probably not going to do that. I'm going to probably like, if I see a snake, I'm probably going to go the opposite direction. And the other thing too is like he's 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 like for the first part he's like running around like yeah like chasing these rabbits which is kind of interesting yeah and then he, he's like all right now let's go find some snakes and he's just walking he's like oh there's one oh there's one oh there's one yeah. oh there's one yeah and it's not like it's not like uh like spliced together no no, no. he's, he's just, like oh there's like about five snakes right here yeah so how like how is he running around these places with that i don't know so he's just running around all over the place, and then all of a sudden he's like, oh, let's go eat some snakes. Let's ah, go back over here. Let's yeah. go to my snake hunting place. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I think the main <clears throat> takeaway here, Brian, I mean, I, it's, it's, no, it's ironic that I watched Crocodile Dundee 2 uh, with my wife uh, last week. Oh, wow. So yeah. this, is, this is really going yeah, to take right. it home for me that basically I think the takeaway is that all Australians are a lot crazier 
than probably anyone else on the planet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I couldn't disagree with that, really. Because yeah. you've lived in Australia. I have. Yeah. And you know how I'm slightly crazy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, right. I know. And so. you, you came back and you're like, no, no, they are crazy. Yeah. So I kind of yeah. have this. It's true. And then it's this true. guy. This guy. That's so. not helping their image at all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think he, I think it's doing all right. Well, he yeah. He's not long for this world. No. When you <laughs> run around, like, picking up a snake by its tail. I mean, I don't know. He's not wearing a shirt. Yeah. It's, it's it. Yeah. Anyway. Interesting program. I'm going I'm to keep an eye on this guy's YouTube channel. I'm going to... You know, Andrew Euclis. 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 His, his, tagline, his tagline is, we're all born wild, but it's a choice to be tame. Oh. I like that. That's nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm subscribing. Hell yeah. All right. So finally, um, for the uh, interesting things posted to Gentleman this week, um, this was posted by Bradley D16. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a meteorite nearly missing a Norwegian skydiver. <laughs> so apparently, I don't. I, I read this earlier, but I was I was confused because I thought somebody had said that it was may or may not be true. But then they're saying no, it's been confirmed that it's true. Really? Yeah, I think. Um, uh, I want to say it, I want to say it was confirmed to be true here somewhere. Um, so basically, it's interesting because you see the title and you're like, oh, it's this meteorite, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm thinking, oh, you know, something about the size of this guy. Right. He barely missed. And it's actually just a rock, which is funny. It's about the size. Of, I mean, from the looks of it, what? Well, but. They have a still of it. It's hard to. The, the size of it is hard to kind yeah, of quantify because it might be really. It might be really. It depends on if it's like 20 feet away or if it's like 100 feet away. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it is also crazy, too, that that was actually caught on film. Like, yeah. at the same time somebody's got it, I mean. Yeah, know. well, I mean, basically it just says that, like, um, he narrowly avoided um, getting hit by a meteorite while, while skydiving. Um, and, like, there was some, you know, kind of back and forth about whether that was actually the case. But it said that, like, uh, so a geologist confirmed yep. that a meteoroid had exploded about 20 kilometers above Mr. Halstrup and his fellow skydivers when they were making the jump in 2012. So, yeah. Two years later, we've uncovered the mystery. Well, yeah. And, you know, yeah, it's uh, pretty frightening that if you're out there skydiving that, hey, you might get hit by a meteor, you know? I don't know if you've seen the movie Gravity, Glenn. <laughs> I actually but, haven't. Oh, okay. I really... Need, I yeah. I think I missed my window because I heard it was pretty awesome in the theaters. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I watched it here. It was okay. It was, okay. It was It was compelling. It was interesting. But... Again, that's kind of a situation where they're saying, like, you know, these objects coming and flying and messing stuff up when you're trying to, you know, live. I'm just trying like to fix a spaceship, okay? I'm just trying to breathe oxygen. Hey, it's know? dangerous business walking out your front door, Brian. It's true, man. It's very true. Just like Gandalf says. Just like this fireball. So, I guess the takeaway from, from the um, meteorite thing is, like, don't skydive. Don't skydive. Don't skydive. You might get hit by a meteor. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I, I I think I'd have to chalk that one up to... Though, if you think about it, I mean, there's probably other things, you know, that could really screw up your skydiving. <sighs> yeah. Not a... Birds. Birds. Maybe that wouldn't be that bad. Mm. Planes. Yeah, planes. You'd think they'd clear that. They'd kind of figure that out before... Yeah. Um, I don't know how all that stuff Rocketeer. Works. Rocketeer could be flying by. He doesn't have a flight plan. Nope. It's true. Uh, you know, Superman drones, drones, Amazon drone uh, uh, might be. This dorm. is a good. This is a good 
you're not far off here. Yeah. So will drones have flight plans? No, I mean no one's gonna. I mean you can't track that stuff. Well, so, you can because well, they will. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I'm just saying it's true. So if you're skydiving, watch out for drones. I'm throwing a frisbee. Yeah. Does he need a fl- <laughs> oh. Anyway, all right. Well, <laughs> I'm glad the guy made it because that, you know, close call. Yep. You could have been hit by a meteor jumping out of that plane. This is why I don't jump out of planes, Glenn. Yeah, me either. I don't like the idea of getting hit by a meteor. The thing is, if if I didn't die from the fall, mm-hmm. my wife would kill me. Yeah. Um. So it's really not... So it's really either way you're going to die. Right. It's not a great... Not a pretty... Not a good outlook. Situation. Okay. Well, so that was some interesting things posted to Gentleman.com the last week or so. And now we're going to move on to a toast... And this this one's gonna be this is good this is I like this one a lot actually <laughs> I, I I wasn't so sure when you suggested it yep hey but. man I grew up in the country and public that public access TV mm-hmm. was all we had yeah okay no satellite no cable hey you this don't need newfangled that. you know yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Satellite. Satellite. <laughs> cables going into your house. Yeah, cables go. None of that. We just had HGTV. the old rabbit ears. Yeah. HD. HD back then stood for howdy duty. That's what it stood for. <laughs> okay, so howdy duty was standing. Yeah, right. <clears throat> I didn't watch that, actually. Yeah, me either. Um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so we're, this, this week, gentlemen, toast to Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Yeah. Um, He's going to have a happy little toast here. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, it, uh, you, obviously the famed um, artist, the guy, that, the public TV guy that was always making you feel good about painting a landscape picture. Well, but, Brian, not just making you feel good about painting, making you feel good about life. Oh, true. Yeah. Really, there's a lot of life lessons yeah. to be gleaned from his shows. Mm-hmm. Um, having watched many of his shows as a young lad yeah. in the middle of nowhere, yeah. um, I, I actually did grow up watching a lot of Bob Ross, yeah. and it was I, at first I was amazed by his hair. Yeah, I, I remember that from day that's one, a, being a, like, "How did how did how does his hair look like that?" Right, and then um, what what else? He he just had a way of like. I think the kind of general, you know, he's throwing paint on the canvas, and you mm-hmm. have no idea what's going on, and then all of a sudden. Pow! It's a mountain. Yeah. You know? Did you do any paintings while you were watching this? No, I never yeah. actually did like the, uh, like, did what Bob did type I wonder, thing. I wonder if people, uh, people must have done that. I mean, that was the whole point of the show, is that he's trying to teach people how to paint. He probably did, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, I mean, they probably did, yeah. Okay. I know he had a, a quite a product line, you know, Bob Ross Paints. Bob yeah, Ross. I didn't know about that until I was reading up on him, and apparently, like, he, he started a business based on that that was, like, the, teaching to paint the Bob Ross way. Yeah. Um, and so he was able to build like a huge business out of that. And That's the only way I know how to paint. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I only do the Bob Ross thing. That's it. Um, and frescoes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was interesting. So anyway, so I so thinking about doing Bob Ross for our toast. I was I went back and looked about looked up some stuff on his life, and it was it's interesting because he was like in the military, and he was he was like the you know guy in charge of other people and so he was saying about like how he was supposed to be mean and tough and like the guy that was like yelling at you for not making your bed or like screamed at you for being late to work and so like full metal jacket yeah like can you imagine like bob ross being like getting in your face and being like how make your bed yeah yeah exactly i am gunnery sergeant hartman your senior drill instructor 
From now on, you will speak only when spoken to. And the first and last words out of your filthy sewers will be, sir. Do you maggots understand that? Sir, sir yes, sir. You're from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> So that I mean that's kind of interesting, but it said that he was like particularly uncomfortable with that, and he wanted to like do something else for his job, you know. Certainly, yeah. Certainly made a change. Well, it did, it's a completely different change than that. I mean, I can't even imagine. Like, you have to imagine those guys that were in the military with him that he like, you know, got down their throats on, and like <laughs> now they're watching his painting show. And, like, what the heck, man? Come on. <laughs> I, I I could think of somebody like you know, in high school or something that was just like a real yeah. A real piece of work, and then uh, you know, yeah, having him see a painting show, right? Like, right. Okay, now everybody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hello, I'm Bob Ross, and I'd like to welcome you. First of all, let me take just a moment to thank you for allowing me back into your homes. If this is your first time with us, let me extend a personal invitation for you to drag out your oil paints and paint along with us each week. Let's go over to the canvas here and let's get started. I believe, I believe, every day's a good day when you paint, I believe. But anyway, so like, yeah, I guess he's like, he, he got to start doing paintings because he was, he had always been like kind of painting while he was in the military and then like he started making more money by selling his paintings than actually working for the military and then he got his famous perm by, uh, <laughs> he did, I guess it was like a way to save money on getting haircuts yeah. like he could just let his hair grow out. Supposedly. Yeah. Citation needed. Instead of going down, it went out. Yeah. So citation needed on that. But if that's true, that's a pretty awesome story. And why didn't he make a Bob Ross perm line? I don't know. It could. But still. Happy little perms. Yeah. Happy. It's more of like an afro or something like that, though. It's like, it's not really a perm. I guess the perm makes it kind of... I don't know. I actually had a lady... um, uh, suggest one time a, a lady who was cutting my hair suggested to me yeah, that I should get a perm. That I should get a perm. <laughs> and what, she, what was her argument for that? I have no idea. There was no good. I basically said I don't think I don't think so. And she uh, she tried. She's like, what? Was she trying to upsell you? Like, yeah. Oh, okay. No. Well, no. There was no. I mean, she had, perms are probably expensive, right? Like, I don't know. I guess. I, know. I mean, my grandma got yeah. one like every week. Okay, so it must. Well, I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, she definitely told me that I would look awesome with a perm, and then I countered with, "Yeah, but my friends will like. They already don't take me seriously as it is, right?" Uh, Brian over here is dying laughing in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can. They already don't take me seriously as uh, it is. Yeah. If I have a perm, it's just gonna be. All downhill from there. Hey man, I don't know. Maybe it would have worked. I don't know. No, no, it would not have. Okay, gentlemen, it would have never happened. That's right. Would have never met my wife. Yeah, true. I mean, if you would have met her, she would have been like, hey, "He's got a yeah. perm." Yeah. 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 So now we know. Okay. Well, anyway, actually, I think I was with Lynn, so maybe, maybe she would have left me. Yeah. She probably probably would have left, left me. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. But not Bob Ross. No. Because he. he Made it work. Also, late eighties. You know, nobody was gonna yeah question that. Yeah, yeah. And he's painting on TV. Right. I mean, oh yeah, public access have, television. You painting. know it. Yeah. Man, PBS. Tell you what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good station, PBS. I like PBS a lot, actually. It's still good. Though they have like multiple things now, and yeah, lots of stuff going on on PBS. My my daughter actually. <laughs> My my daughter got confused uh, about a year ago, and uh, 
she got I don't remember which friend it was but she got confused and started calling that friend Charlie Rose instead oh. of she's like I want to go see Charlie Rose I'm like no 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 <laughs> like are you gonna you know <laughs> what kind of interview like yeah, what's going on she's like no no Charlie Rose alright we'll go see Charlie Rose we're gonna sit down with <laughs> Pace Hansberry <laughs> yeah yeah interesting Okay, well, so Bob Ross to Bob to Bob teaching people of the world to paint—that's a good noble, noble job. That's and cool. that perms can save you money and are noble as well. Exactly, good guy, Bob Ross. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we're moving on to to, to a relatively, you know, non non controversial topic to a very controversial topic—the yep. thing that we like to call the gentleman hot button topic. Yeah, I just rolled up my sleeves. That's right. This is these are this is the segment of the show where we get into a very divisive The nitty gritty. Yeah, yeah. We get down to business on this this thing. This is this is a controversial thing that we're gonna talk about here. And this is uh you know, this is kinda topical because of the time period we're in right now and, and I you know, I was just thinking about this and I was like, Man, a few years ago I thought this was awesome and now I just hate it. Every time it comes around I hate this time of year. Yeah. Um and what we're talking about is the April 1st, April Fool's jokes that are prevalent all over the internet on mm-hmm. April 1st every year. Mm-hmm. It seems to get more and more and more companies making videos and fake apps and all that stuff. It seems like, it seems like uh, they've, they've come a long way yeah. in the internet, while the internet's, you know, it used to be like somebody would put up a fake news story. Yeah. And now, like, you know, the beard swipe thing, like, people are making... I don't think they actually made an app, but, like, people are, you know... It's an entire website and a video and, yeah, like, everything. It's the, definitely the, a marketing website. Yeah. Um, well, and I, I remember the thing a few years ago where it was, like, the... Um, well, another interesting one was the um, the arcade, the mini arcade, the iPad arcade. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. Where, like... Yeah. I think it was, like, Think Geek. Yeah. Made this fake product that was like a fake like iPad arcade, but then it became real. Like yeah. so, like they made it. Like come on, <laughs> because everybody liked the idea so much. So well, that other one worked at the hoverboard now, did it, bro? Well, you don't know yet. Maybe three no. years from now, because it took a while. I don't know, man. But I'm um, not holding that hope. So yeah, that brings up an interesting point, though, because um, you know you're talking about how like it's a full website and like a video and like all this stuff. And these people like like Google like. Every year they have some April Fool's. Oh no, it's April first. Ah, yeah. you know. But they spend a ton of money and like time and effort to like build out this stuff. I don't know what they're doing, but it's like a professional video. Somebody's like writing a script for it. There's people that are acting in it. You know. Yeah. So I don't know. I think I think it's a new way of marketing. Yeah, you I know, guess you like, just chalk it up to marketing expense. You know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think people. The thing, yeah, I just keep getting more elaborate and yeah. more. Um, yeah, that. I wonder if the the Hoover board, Hoover, the Hoover board <laughs> preempted yeah thing was like they didn't want to release it on April Fool's because they actually wanted people to like believe. I, I wonder that must be a thing now. It's like they they can't release it on April Fool's because then everybody will know it's like a ruse, you know. Yeah, well, they definitely wanted to toy with people's emotions. They wanted to, Isn't that yeah, right, Brian? Catch the wolf snake, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, white snake. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> the, uh, no, but so yeah, it, I don't know. I just I, I I used to like there was a, there was a time when this stuff started out mm. like five years ago when yep. I was like oh this is uh, this is very funny I like to watch these videos and stuff like that and now I'm just like every April first I'm like oh man 
you know how many yeah. like who's gonna you know what if, you know what am I gonna have to like wade through today on the internet about yeah you know, but yeah well and then the other thing is that like people will do them like a day early yeah so they won't so they won't get caught up in all like they'll be like the yeah you know preemptive yeah like, we gotta get out before everybody else yeah the, yeah. the, ma- the market's saturated with April Fool's yeah. jokes yeah so maybe we just need to like create a website based on the idea of like Sensational fake stuff, you know. <laughs> you mean like the onion? Well, <laughs> okay, yeah. So no, no, no. Okay, maybe we just make a blog, okay, that links to sensational fake stuff like the okay. onion. So we don't actually have to do any work. We just link oh, over that's to not other. A bad idea. Yeah, we just link to other sensational stories. So like, we'll we'll be like generating the leads to the sensational stories. That are fake. I like it. Okay. So, yeah. Just an idea. I don't know. <laughs> but one thing's for sure. You will not find an April Fool's joke. On Gentleman. On Gentleman. Not going to happen. Not this year, anyway. No way. Because April Fool's is already, it's already passed. passed yep. So, that's not going to happen. That's right. So, you won't catch us doing that. Nope. This year. But maybe next year. People change, right? That's true. I've changed a lot in the last People couple years. People change mocks. <laughs> I don't want your life. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so, quoting Varsity Blues. Yeah, I blame the fireball. I do too. Um, so yeah, no April Fools on 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 this year, um, gentlemen. Um, I can guarantee you. Yep, we won't stoop to that level this year. Not this year. Not this year. Okay, so um, so for the final segment, mm-hmm. this is this is maybe the most important segment of every show that we do. This is where the gloves come off and the real que- the real questions come out. Like we open the kimono, yeah, and let you into our perspective. <laughs> yeah, you get a peek inside the kimono, <laughs> peek inside our thoughts. What what uh, we know you're dying to know exactly how we feel about things or yeah what what shapes us just you know the gamut i mean you know yeah everything get inside our head yeah and um uh listener drop-off rate is probably at 100 percent at this point that's that's the thing is that really when um by the time the questions from the gentleman mailbag (laughs) comes around uh basically we have a a few select members that are still listening and it's basically people we know that family yeah they don't want to offend us by not listening to the whole thing because when we ask them we're like what what did you think about the questions from the gentleman mailbag oh that part they have to be like oh yeah that was funny when you said that thing about the (laughs) you know the horse and everything well this is our how far how far in are we now this is our seventh recording this is uh yeah this is seven seven or eight seven or eight wow episode i think this is episode eight this is episode eight yeah so, we're, so we haven't been canceled yet. Well, well we have. This is awesome, right? And yeah, we're starting to get our sea legs a little bit, if you yeah. will. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not quite as terrible. Well, I don't know if that would. We're, we, how do we put this? Um, we think we're less terrible. Yeah. Yes. We should be less terrible. We should. At all rights, <laughs> we should be less terrible by now. Yeah. But that may not be the case. No. But in our minds, we think we might be less terrible. Yeah. It's possible, and I've heard that. But a lot of the, but perception is reality. Yeah, and the laws of physics, because we've what? done this oh, so okay. many times. Okay, we yeah. should be better at it. Yeah. You know? 
So based on scientific law and our perceptions of things right. and visualization techniques. <laughs> Thank you, Jim Carrey. Yeah, we, we should be much better at this. Um, so now we're going <laughs> to get right into this. Um, so the first question is, like, what's your favorite, like, fast food restaurant and meal, Glenn? Like, what, where do you like to like, – because I think everybody has, like, a secret, like, hidden fast food thing that they like to do. No one, Are no we one talking, one, like, guilty pleasure here? Or are we talking, like – yeah, I mean, sort of. Like, I mean, I think it's just All like right. you know, because a lot of people, it's like really hip to be like into food these days. You know, oh, like, oh right. No one wants to like admit they like like Still. to go to go to fast okay. food, but okay. it's like somebody like you know, the, the the most like pretentious foodie can be caught like going to Taco Bell once. In okay, a while, you know I got gotcha. you. Like, yep. Uh, yep. So. Um, well, let's see here. If I, the one I actually eat probably most in terms of fat, we'll call it fast food is Chipotle. Okay, I I, yeah. I love Chipotle, but that. I that's feel like still that's on the fringe. A, yeah, it's not fast because it is, but it isn't. Isn't that like? Don't they have like good suppliers for that stuff and like all that? Yeah, I, I, don't, know, I don't know. That's my. I don't. Know. It just tastes awesome. That's why I Chipotle uh, is good. <laughs> Do you know? I did, I don't know if I told you that I went. I I recently have been going there and I like. I've been getting like their corn shell. Have I told you about this? Mm-mm. I got an errant text from you one time. Something about the corn shell, dude. <laughs> I I got I got a whim I got their like new like corn soft gel mm. tacos. It's new. I think it's yeah. Okay. It's newer. It used okay. to be these like soft gel tacos used to be like flour short. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Dude, they're they're freaking incredible. Like the the corn shell soft shell taco. Wow. Is it's really good. Man. Are we talking like Taco Bell breakfast? Good, dude. <laughs> this was like I, I don't usually like when I go and eat something. Yeah. I usually don't like flip out over it and be like oh this is a great you know whatever yeah. I was eating that corn tortilla and I was like this is like the best damn thing ever. I don't know what it was man anyway point is wow so you need yeah anyway point is okay so the, okay I won't count Chipotle Chipotle yeah it's not really fast food alright well then there's a local uh, there's a local little pizzeria oh okay called Pizza Shuttle oh yes and it is greasy <sighs> It's cheap. Yeah. Uh, they um, don't allow... I mean, they don't accept credit cards. No. Or it's just cash or check. Yeah. And check. This, they still accept checks. Yeah. And th- and we're not in the 90s, people. Yeah. Like, this is... This is a check accepting pizza place. Yeah. And they don't fool around either. It's actually quite an interesting little... Like, you go inside and the ceiling's all painted and weird. <laughs> have, you, have you been there? No, like... The downtown one? No. No. Downtown? Pyramid? No, 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 no. Pizza shuttle. Oh, I thought you said pyramid. No, no, no. Oh, Pizza I thought you were going with pyramid. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. oh I, I misinterpreted. This one's. This one's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pizza shuttle. Is, they, they, yeah, yeah. Pizza so, sh- go yeah. ahead. I, no, I was just gonna say Pizza shuttle. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, there's actually one in Manhattan. Yep, yep. So you know, full disclosure. There's yep. uh, you know, there's one in Lawrence. There's one in Manhattan. Yep. They're slightly different. Yep. But very similar. Yes. Um. Absolutely delicious. Oh. I, I grew up in like I went to college on Pizza Shuttle. I lived like a block from there, oh. and there was like months where that's like all I ate was Pizza Shuttle. I could eat, I could eat that every day, every meal. Yeah, maybe yeah. not breakfast. Yeah, no, I could eat it for breakfast. Yeah, I could definitely. <laughs> I have eaten. <laughs> I mean, I have too. Yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, and the pizza that I get, which makes this even worse, mm-hmm. is cream cheese and bacon. Oh yeah. And that's a good one from Pizza Shuttle. That one. I and then and then actually, what my wife and I do, we've started doing is they have something called a walk-in special where it's like a personal pizza and a drink for like I don't know, 
a dollar fifty. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's actually four dollars or something yeah. like that. But and so I'll get my cream cheese and bacon, and then she'll get um, uh, cream cheese breadsticks. Oh yeah, the brandy bees. <gasps> yeah, 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 the brandy bees. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. man, so good. Yeah. Oh man. They're yeah. just unreal. Actually, so, I think you told me about yeah, maybe the brandy. Uh, um, yeah, so this is unfortunate because we're going to be talking about this and no one out there. Because I think the pizza shuttle, I think literally there's only two of them. I think it's in Manhattan and I think it's in Lawrence, Kansas. Yeah, it. it's a dive. They're a little. It's a dive pizza place. Yeah, but it's amazing. Yep. Like if it's not, you know, I mean, it depends on what your version of pizza is. Like there's literally no redeeming nutritional value yeah. from this meal. It's not. It's meant to pass. through through you yeah but it's in all but while no it's stopping in a, in a in a blinding moment of glory it goes through you Woo! and yeah uh, glory it's, yeah <laughs> it's it's amazing man I, wait which is no let's let's separate the amazing parts of the pizza well the, the amazing part is how it, I mean, it tastes okay so it's yes. amazing yeah. tasting pizza yes it always has been yeah I don't know what it is. It's magic, man. Pizza, oh. pizza shuttle is good. I know. There's like some illegal substance in this. Oh, yeah. Thing. There has to be. I mean. I'm dead serious. Brandy, bees. Don't accept. You know. They don't want any paper trail, right? So yeah. they don't accept any. They don't, like yeah. cash only, but yeah. you get the crack pizza. Yeah. So um, <laughs> it's be a small able, price to pay. It doesn't want. Yeah. It These is guys a small like twitching. Like, <laughs> is it open yet? Is it open yet? <laughs> Seriously. It's 9 a.m. Uh yeah, pizza shuttle. Man, I want to order it now. I, yeah. I'm I'm gonna go. No, I can't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so pizza shuttle is yours. Well, that's a good one, man. I thought you were gonna go pyramid, but yeah. No, no, no. But another pyramids, great pyramids. Good local. Too. Yeah. Oh man. Um. Okay. So you're. I I I agree with your your choice there. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna go more mainstream and like pick yep. something that you yeah. know people familiarize themselves with. Um. You know, I, we talk about McDonald's. Yeah, like, I, I like going to McDonald's sometimes. I, you know, on the opposite end of the uh, the whole like Chipotle thing we just talked about, always people are like, oh, "How can you go to McDonald's? That's terrible." Yeah. you know, whatever. And I'm like, because it's really good. Yeah, and I like <laughs> it's scientifically <laughs> it's engineered. Like, yeah, it's scientifically engineered to, to be delicious. Crave it. Yeah, and it's very good. I mean, they even tweak their Coke to make it like what? Dude, seriously, have you ever had a can Coke they from do McDonald's? That? I don't know. I don't know if they can. No, do I don't think they can. Seriously, go have a Coke from McDonald's. I know it's different. It's it's delicious. It's like way better than any other Coke. McDonald's you've ever had. is fantastic. I it's don't so care. Good. We're yeah. losing all sorts of cred or whatever. I, I, yeah, no, it's I don't care. I'll fully admit to anyone out there. If anybody gives me crap for going to McDonald's, Dude, no, it's awesome. It is. It's great. I don't. I have no problem about. Uh, no problem with it. The fries. Yeah, the fries. Way are great. better. Yeah, I, I I I can't think of a better fry. Like. Yeah. I mean, well, like fast food fry. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. They're um, awesome. And yeah. also, they also put chemicals in there to make you, you know, crave it mm-hmm. fortnightly. Exactly. Um, the pink goo. The pink goo? Hey, I don't care. I don't care what's Somebody in Somebody made burger. a big deal about, like, pink goo or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't care. When it gets on my plate, it looks like a normal burger. I see no problems. Exactly. Slap yeah. some special out of sauce sight, on mind. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. Now, what do you feel about, like, the McRib? See, I've never had one. I've never really? had one. Yeah, I've never done that. I... I don't know. I I draw the line there because they have like the fake bone. Yeah, like, that you seems kind of weird. Yeah, it's weirdly like, like yeah. yeah, got some reservoirs in there. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like, I, don't I don't know. I'm sure it tastes awesome because yeah, it must because it keeps coming back over and over again. They are 
Oh, man, yeah. now I'm all hungry. But see, like, I, you know, I like the breakfast a lot. Yeah. The McDonald's breakfast. That's a thing, man. I, I go, I, I do the McDonald's breakfast quite a bit, actually. I, I equate McDonald's a lot with traveling. Yeah. You know, like I'm yeah. on a road trip yeah. or... Well, when we were, like, when we took that trip over to Australia with me and Ken and everybody yeah. like that, like, every morning, like, literally every morning of the two-week trip, we we went to McDonald's for breakfast. Wow. And it was awesome. Wow. It was great. It was, it was a lot of fun to be on the road and just go to McDonald's and get your... You feel terrible. Yeah. (laughs) I felt great about it. Um, So I would say, like, yeah, McDonald's is kind of my jam. I don't know. Um, Wait, sorry. uh, Australia, do they do anything different at McDonald's? Like, do they have... Like, I know, like, you can order beer in Germany. No, no, no. I mean... They they have a they have like the Australian they have the Australian burger which we talked about which has like an egg and a beet on oh it. yeah and what but it's with the beets I don't know it's just, it, well it's just like having a tomato on ours or something like that it's just no okay. no it's not <laughs> um, but so they have a couple things like that um, they have, so what McDonald's does I think is like regionally is like they'll have like a few special items to that menu but then they'll have their full like American style menu it's okay. like what the standard stuff is but then they'll have a few like regional things I remember like there was a in New Zealand, there was like a something they call a toasty or something like that, which was like huh. a like basically like a grilled cheese sandwich or something. Ooh. It was good. It was really good. Uh, I like grilled cheeses. Yeah, yeah. So they had like the they had the toasty thing, and that was pretty awesome. I had one of those when I was in New Zealand. So anyway, so yeah, I guess I I could I could pick a couple other fast food places because there's I I I, I do frequent some fast food places from time Man. to time, but. Um, McDonald's is probably it's probably up there, and Pizza Shuttle is definitely. Oh. If I had to pick one, I, w- I would probably go with Pizza Shuttle or Pyramid, like you said before. Yeah, Pyramid, Pyramid Pizza. They also do this thing where they have honey, like they give you honey for the this crust. Yeah, so you eat the crust with this honey, and yeah. Though it also, I also like Pizza Hut. I know Pizza Hut. I was just gonna say, dude. <laughs> I'm a, I grew up on Pizza Hut, so <laughs> that's my yeah. Yeah, I love. Yeah, I'm I love all pizza. hungry. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna order some Pizza Hut, some Pizza yeah. Shuttle. Uh, and, and crank out episode nine. Yeah, exactly. We're McDonald's. Um, some fireball. Some, yeah. Ooh. Okay. Well, and the, the next question on the general mailbag that we yeah. received from uh, many users this week, which is odd because, you know, it's the same question we're getting over and over again, you know. Out of, right. It's just kind of bizarre. But uh, I guess it's because, you know, the uh, the new uh, Hobbit movie's coming out. Right. The... the um, Desolation of Smog is coming out next week, and everybody wants to know how I feel about this. Exactly, yeah. This is kind of a again. This this could be a hot button topic. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the uh, the question is, uh, which Lord of the Rings character would you most like to sit down and grab a pint with, Glenn? I'm gonna let you go first. I'm gonna let me go first. Okay, that's good. All right. Um, I would say, you know, I was thinking about this, and uh, you know, uh, Legolas is kind of lame. He's kind of really? like a Fancy pants, kind of. And, but he's so old. Yeah, and uh, you know Frodo's. You know, I don't know. Frodo's kind of. Sam's kind of dorky. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, so Gimli, like maybe, but he's kind of like, you know, just be a lot of farting and burping. Yeah, basically that. Which you know, whatever. Do with our friends here. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe like I, I would want to hang out with the people I want to hang out with and have a beer with would be like um, Mary and Pippin. You know what I mean? Because like they'd the be troublemakers. Fun. Yeah, they'd be fun. They'd be fun to hang out. Like if you were gonna go down to a bar and you like have a couple pints with somebody, you wouldn't want to be like hanging out with Gandalf or something like that. You'd be all like deep in thought and stuff, and like you know, like 
the ranger guy, what's his name? I don't know. His name. Uh, Strider? Yeah, you wouldn't want to, because he'd be all serious and stuff, and like, but you'd want to hang out with a dude that are like out there like setting off fireworks and like, <laughs> you know, messing stuff up. Like, okay, yeah. So that's who I would go with. I, okay, I do Mary and Pippin. Just hang out, have some beers, try to cause some trouble, get in some fights. Mm-hmm. Okay. Know? Yeah. I took a little bit different tact. Oh, okay. um, I would actually want to have a beer with the Dark Lord himself. Mm. <laughs> That's a good answer, actually. Yeah. Sauron, so, huh? The so, um, what made you know? Follow 2014. Right. What are you thinking? Plans? Wise? Yeah. What are you at? Yeah. What are we conquering next? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Middle Earth. Earth we tried good. that. Yeah. You know, didn't work out, but, you know, maybe. I mean, what are you cooking in Mount Doom right now? Right. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. That's I, a good idea. I don't know. Okay. That's a good I don't, that's a good idea. You'd have a beer with with the Dark Lord. And, right, and then probably be incinerated. But yeah, if you, it depends on your company. I mean, like if you did a good job hanging out with you, yeah, he probably he probably uh maybe maybe you'd be hey, keep around. an eye on my beer while I get <laughs> Would you watch this? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. Oh. So that's good. Yeah. Okay. Ah. Well, you definitely... That's a good... That's a good... Okay. I like that All one. Right. I like that one. That's very cool. Okay. We'll try to get that arranged. Okay. Maybe for next... Wow. Yeah. Okay. For next one, we'll... we'll After you sit down, we'll... We'll see how that went. Come, come back like a lot tanner. Like. Yeah. Swarthier. Swarthier. Um, All of skin. Okay. And for the final question. Yes. From the gentleman mailbag this week, mm-hmm. what is the best slash worst concert that you've ever been to? Oh, so this is the same concert? No, You're, okay, either like either one or both. All right. Well, I went to let's see here. In the worst category, mm-hmm. um, I've actually been to some stinkers. Yeah. Um, I went to Hootie and the Blowfish concert. Oh wow! Really? Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! Yeah, I don't even remember who opened for him. I think it was in 1995. Wow! Um, it was uh, it was an eye opening experience. I was a young lad of about 11. Or Where was two. that at? Uh, Starlight. Yeah. No. 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 Oh, uh, uh, Verizon Wireless. Yeah. Whatever it's called now. It was called Sandstone. Sandstone back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so we go to the, you know I'm with my friend and uh, his dad. <laughs> oh, his, his, his my friend and his mom. And so she drove us. We were, you know, 10 or 11. And we go to the bathroom, and there's a line, like... And um, they did not have that figured out very well. And so we're waiting in line, and the music starts playing. This guy's behind us, and clearly he's inebriated. He's like, well... And he goes over to the sink, turns it on, just starts whizzing in it. <laughs> oh, my God. And, you know, when you're... I mean, yeah, I was like, wow. Yeah. It's not a bad idea, but it, it, it's a really bad, <laughs> bad idea. idea. Also, I'm not washing my hands now. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Anyway, so the Hootie the Blowfish concert was, you know, at the time I thought it was pretty awesome. Yeah. But uh, looking back now, I realize it was pretty lame. Um, I also went to an Everclear concert. Same same kid went with his dad. To, did you go to Sandstone? No. It, oh. uh, I think it was Municipal Auditorium in Kansas City or something oh, like that. Or, okay. All right. Yeah, I think, I think that's what it was. But um, a band... So there's two bands that opened for him were Fastball... Oh yeah, so they had—they're actually pretty decent. Like they, I remember, I remember them being okay. Yeah, and then the band after that was Marcy's Playground, and they had one song called "Sex, Sex and, and Candy." Candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they were possibly the worst like act in the history of music. Really? Oh, it was awful. Really, it was so bad. I—I I have no like how those guys 
managed to procure a record contract right. just beyond me. Really? Um, and I was a huge fan of the band Everclear growing mm-hmm. up. Not so much anymore, but yeah. you know, growing up, you have different things. And so yeah, okay, so, interesting. Uh, well, that's that's interesting because I actually have some kind of overlap with that. Wow. So I'm going to... Well, that was the worst ones, though. Did you have, like, a really good one? Like, your favorite concert that you went to? Uh, oh, I went to... A, um, actually, my favorite concert I've ever been to was a Weezer concert from 2001. Oh, which I was actually which at. Which you were actually at. Yeah, I was at somewhere. And, and it wasn't necessarily just because Weezer was there. It was because Jimmy Eat World... Uh, known, that's right! Jimmy Eat World opened up at that concert. A no-name act called Jimmy Eat World opened up. Yeah. Followed by Tenacious, Tenacious D. D, yeah, Jack yeah. Black and uh, yeah. Kyle uh, Kyle Gass, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that that we had both gone to that concert, and I forgot that Jimmy World opened up for him. Oh man, yeah. are you, do you not like Jimmy World? I'm not a no. I don't like. Okay, I like the early stuff. Anyway, okay, so that that was a good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a good show, yeah. and it's it's crazy that you were at that show too. That's really weird. Um, <laughs> But so okay, so mine. I was gonna say that there's actually a lot of overlap there because actually one of the worst shows that I've ever been involved ever clear as well. Really? Uh, yeah, um, because I went to this is a long, long time ago. It was probably around '95 or something like That's that. That's when they started to blow up. Well, yeah, and so like I went to go see him at Sandstone, mm-hmm. the same venue you were just talking about, and they were the worst live act mm-hmm. I have ever seen in my history of going. I've been to I've been to a lot of concerts, and these guys were the worst. And what happened was. Um, I don't know what the guy's name is. Art something. Art Alexicus. Yeah, from from Everclear, came out and was playing, and people weren't people weren't liking it. They were sounding bad, and he got pissed off at the audience, and he started calling them out. And he was like, "I'll walk right off this stage right now. I don't care what you think. I'll walk out right now unless you you know whatever." And, like, just started, like, berating the audience about stuff. Really? Because, like, people weren't respecting his, like, craft of, like, alternative music or whatever. It was embarrassing. Like, it was it was a terrible show. It was awful. It was, like, yeah. It was, it was just terrible. But in the same respect, one of the best shows I ever saw was actually at that same show because they had a band called Space Hog that opened up for them. No kidding. And they were awesome. <laughs> they were really, really, really good. Now, I wouldn't say that's the best show I've ever saw, but... That that definitely like kind of counterbalanced like Everclear was definitely the worst show that I ever saw like that was definitely the the low point in everything that I've ever seen but Space Hog was really good um, and then a cu- I have a couple other like highlights of shows that I really I thought were really awesome okay and they're like kind of spanning the gamut of time here so like first of all there was the Space Hog one that that was really good it kind of blew me away because I didn't know anything about that band yeah before I saw them because they were just opening up for Everclear but they were really good. Um, and then Nicole Atkins. Okay. Um, right. We saw her. We like me oh, and Glenn. Oh, right. Yeah, me and Glenn went to uh, South by Southwest uh, a few years ago. And for three years ago, four years ago. It's 2010. So yeah, four years ago. Yeah. We went to South by Southwest, and we ended up going to the PBS like um, party that they were having for South by Southwest. And one of my favorite artists, Nicole Atkins, was actually like playing a live show that night. And it was like I, I was like I'm a huge Nicole Atkins fan. I just happened to be there and was able to like see her like live at at the Austin City Limits stage for free. Man, Austin City Limits was awesome. It was great. I mean, being able because like, a lot of people don't even. I mean, it's really hard to go see a show at Austin City Limits, but because we were there for South by Southwest, we were able to get in and see the show and yep. 
we just happened to kind of luck into being able to see a show there. So <laughs> I'll never forget. Uh, so we'd kind of gotten separated getting into the venue, mm-hmm. and I got on an elevator to go up, and like it's like one of those scenes where like you know you're about to, the door's about to close, like the elevator's full, and this arm's like wait, and uh, you know, and then this girl comes in and she's like, sorry, I'm playing with the band. And, yeah. And uh, they're like, oh, what's, you know, and people are talking like, oh, what, what band is that? Yeah. Or, or maybe she was asking, like, one of the workers, like, hey, where did the, where did the band, you know, where are we supposed to go? And she's yeah. like, oh. And uh, anyway, so I figured out that it was, and so I, I, I figured out the name. Yeah. And um, and Brian, was, and we didn't even know who was playing. Yeah, we didn't know who was playing. That's right. the lore that's right. of Austin State Limits yeah. is you just go and then yeah. whoever shows up, shows yeah. up. Right. At least as far as, I'm sure yeah. if you're in the area, you probably have some yeah. network or something. Yeah. But, so we're sitting down, and we're like, Brian was asking me, like, hey, do you know who's playing tonight? And I was like, well, I don't know. And I told the story about one of the, and I was like, and she's in this band. I guess there's some girl named the Colts. And Brian, like, grabs my shirt. I was like, Atkins? <laughs> I was like, maybe? I think so. That could have been her. And Brian, like, went nuts. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was. Don't lie to me, Glenn. Yeah, don't lie to me right yeah, now. Yeah, seriously, that was that was really awesome. That was like because it's like you don't usually when you like go to a concert, you know, you like you you go pay, like you know you're gonna go see this person or whatever. Yeah. But that night, I just showed up and I didn't know that like one of my favorite artists was gonna be like playing like right there in front of me. Like it was really cool. that. That was probably one of my favorite concerts too. Yeah. Not, I mean, I didn't really care about who was playing so much yeah. as that, like, just the atmosphere of being yeah. at Austin City Limits. I mean, and you the tamales. Meet, yeah. Yeah, they, they serve uh, tamales <laughs> and, like, burritos, yeah. and you have beer. Yeah. It was the craziest thing. Yeah, yeah it was really cool. And, and yeah, to, yeah, I went to go up, and I, I talked to Nicole for a second, and I was, like, yeah, starstruck by her, of course. Hey, hey, Nicole. There's nothing like meeting somebody that you just, like, like a famous, like, music person that you've just, like, always been, like, enthralled with. Yeah. That, like, to just make you feel so small, you know? Yeah. Like, you, like, go and, like, talk. And I was like, ah, oh, hi. Uh, I'm Brian. Me, Brian. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway. So, there was that. Um, but then a couple more just, like, real quick hitters that were really good. Um, I remember I went to go see a, sh- a band called Secret Machines about five years ago. Okay, yeah. And um, they had an amazing live show. And I, I like, they, they just like, they, it was at, there's this local venue called the Bottleneck that Glenn knows about, but it, it's a very small, it's like it's just a normal kind of like dive bar kind of place or whatever. But these guys came in and they brought in like this crazy like intricate light show and like all this stuff and like, I mean, I didn't know what to expect. And then like they just, it's one of those bands where you just show up and it like floors you from like the first thing they play. It's just hmm. amazing. Um, and similarly, like I recently saw this guy Childish Gambino, mm-hmm. which um, kind of an you know interesting story. Like I, I just happened like somebody gave me a free ticket to a show, so I went to go along. I didn't know anything about this guy, and he had the most incredible live show. He calls it like the Deep Web or something like that, and um, it's this crazy like intricate like theatrical live thing that he's got going on. So if you're out there and you're Thinking about going to see the show, you got to go see it. It's incredible. You should definitely go check it out. And that's going on right now. So nice. Um, so yeah, I'd highly recommend that. But so those are some highlights. But I would say probably my best one was the Nicole Atkins one. That's probably that's probably the pinnacle, I guess, so far of the shows that I've seen. And I've seen a lot of shows. So yeah, I was just as you were saying that I was thinking that I, how could I forget? I actually one of my a wedding present to Lynn and I, one of my groomsmen, Britt. Um, took Lynn and I to 
a U2 concert. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I was watching Oklahoma curious. City. I, I completely su- forgot about this. Yeah, I was, I was, I was surprised you didn't bring up that. Because oh, I know you talked to me man. about that before. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah, and I know you're a big U2 guy. Oh, man. So, yeah, so. U2's one of my favorite bands. Yeah. Maybe the... Yeah. I don't know. One of. Okay. So, yeah. There so you have it. it. That's... There, there it is. So... Go see Nicole Atkins. Go see you two. Go see getting Austin City Limits. Getting Austin City Limits. Go see Childish Gambino. Go see Space Hog. Go see. <laughs> Go back to nineteen ninety five. Machines and don't see yeah. Everclear. Do not see Everclear. <laughs> well, it's funny because I had a friend who worked at the Laser, right? Mm-hmm. And in that's uh, a radio station in Lawrence one hundred five nine. The Laser. Yeah. In like nineteen ninety five was mm-hmm. the first record or was the first radio station to start playing Everclear. Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, they got popular. So they spent a ton of time in Lawrence. And they yeah. spent a ton of time at the radio station. Yeah. Which is... Um, and so I had a friend, actually a friend now, who was a DJ at the time. And she said that they were always in the station, like the coolest guys ever. Really? And they're like really like thankful, like, hey, you know, we'll do whatever for you guys. Because weird. You got- so it's really weird that at the same... You know, her experience was such that they're like really grateful and like, yeah. you know, humble that they would play that. And then when you see them, they're like... You know, well, and there was also this local band called, um, what was it called, like Frog Pond? I Frog, think Frog, Frog Pond. Pond. Yeah, yeah. The, he he produced their record, but he was like such a jerk. Like during the thing, like apparently, like he was like all about how he was like the producer guy on the record and how that was going to get them like famous and all this stuff. And they had this like weird falling out, and then he was just like he sued the band or something. Really? Yeah. Like it was really and... weird. So he, I don't know. I'd heard enough about the guy that I was like, okay, you know, I don't know. Art, if you're out there, I'm sure you are. I'm sure you're listening to this. Like, it's been 20 years, man. It's been 20 years. I'm yeah. sure you're a better man. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you're fine. Yeah. So, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so, ignore Everclear. <laughs> they don't exist. But those other bands we talked about do. And you can still go see them, probably. So, go check them out. Maybe not Space Hog. Space Hog's still around, I think. Okay. Yeah. And I know Nicole Atkins is still around. Dude, Tom Petty's still around. Yeah. <laughs> But Nicole Atkins, I still haven't gotten a call from her, and it's been like three years, so. Almost four, Brian. Four years. Yeah. Still have hope, you know? God, hold yeah. hope. That's right. Okay. <laughs> All right, so that was the Gentleman Podcast. It was. Yes, it was. Episode eight. Powered by Fireball. Powered by Fireball. Nobody's listening. Well, no one's listening, so we can say whatever we want now. Right. And Applesauce. Applesauce. Um, the uh, Scotch Guard <laughs> Fireball was was pretty good. It yeah. do, it does taste like the the Atomic Fireballs though. Yeah, yeah. And I would never have like more than one. Yeah. <laughs> but you did get a whole large bottle. Yeah, of it. it was a yeah. <laughs> I saw actually saw in the C, like there was a CVS ad for um their stuff today and there was, for Fireball. Wait, CVS like the pharmacy? You can There's, buy liquor there. Yeah. They have a thing that's like, you know, whatever. Anyway, they had a bottle for... Like Grandpa's cough syrup? Yeah, they have a bottle for, um, there was like $13 or something was the price. Mm. I think it might have been a 750 mil. I think this is a one... This is a one... What is this? What size bottle is this? I don't know. I should say. I'm looking. Anyway, I think it was a 750 mil. This is not 750 mil. This is a... This is like a liter. A handle. Yeah. I think this is a liter. But anyway, so yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> Important stuff tonight. Yeah. 
yeah glad we got through it glad, yeah I'm glad we got through that um uh so thanks for uh thanks for hanging out if you're still there i'm pretty surprised but mm-hmm. uh i'm not you're you're not i'm confident you're confident it's the fireball the fireball yeah it does it doesn't use confidence <laughs> that's one of the warnings on the list yeah do not jump off it, things well it says you know induces overconfidence oh that's what it actually says but um so so maybe that yeah maybe that's just the fireball talking but in any case <laughs> i am brian mckinney i'm glenn stansbury and thank you for listening to the gentleman podcast we'll catch you next time for episode nine see you guys later